So we were carrying that chair out yesterday, and I was like, well, just one less thing that could cause us a lot of problems if we had moved out of the house. Just, and, then, and then I brought one in. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, well. So we we'll use it out back. Well, I'll tell you what, if you ever want to get rid of your stuff, boy, just have a yard sale and wait for Melissa to drive by. And she'll come by and swoop up stuff and put it in our house. Stop it. And oh, now we got more stuff we don't need. Cal's got more things to climb on that we don't need. I got a bar stool that had arms on it, handles, so he can climb up and he doesn't fall out of the seat. Yeah. It's more sturdy. Yeah. This will be the next adventure. The next, uh, see, you see bar stool. I see dangerous gym apparatus. It made him happy. Oh, you yeah. You guys were still at football and I was cooking. I, you so know you what's came funny? home to a bunch of food and a baby that was happy. Uh-huh. You know what's funny? Yesterday is I saw our neighbor put her yard sale stuff out and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything, but I know something she owns right now. I'm going to be the owner of it within 24 hours. You're ridiculous. I, I, I looked at it. I was like, I know something out there is coming to my house. And I looked very carefully. Nothing over there we needed. Didn't need anything. But one thing was at least coming. I knew it. And I get home and I come around the corner from the garage and I'm like, well, look at that. A bar stool that doesn't match any of the other ones. I was like, yes. Whatever. <laughs> I have nothing to say. No, you people like you keep yard sales in business. You love it. You just Ugh. love it. You're ridiculous. You love it. That stool's going to be out in a month. It's going to be at the bottom of our driveway. Or out back. Uh, that's usually how it starts. It's actually an outside chair. Yeah, it is. But that's the thing. Like, Because Cal doesn't do great with new stuff. He's kind of obsessed with it. And so even just now, you tried to get him off it, and then that's what happens. Well, I got it because it was sturdy. Oh. It's sturdy. Yeah. It has a sturdy base. It made me feel comfortable. You get very nervous with him doing big kid things, but... He slips, he falls, you know, and it's something new. He could, he also, like, jerks back on chairs, too, and he gets worried about that. Look, I'm going to tell you, this... Um, I've been saying it for a long time. Uh, these autistic and special needs kids, they hit their head a lot. They do. And it really, really concerns me at a young age getting those concussions and head injuries. Like, look at the Bob yeah. Saget thing. I mean... I don't even under I really don't even understand that. But he yeah. apparently had hit his head earlier in the day. Well, you'd think you'd have to hit it pretty hard. I mean, it said he went to sleep and then you know. Yeah, I just but I mean, don't you think at one point he hit his head so hard that there was like a scene, like he fell or like how do how do like wouldn't he have called his wife and said, I really hit my head, I don't feel good? I don't know. I like, thought he would have called his wife too. That or, sounds a little weird. Yeah, I thought, you know, but I was thinking about what I've been saying about autism and stuff and hitting hitting heads and everything. I'm like, it concerns me. You know, I actually, I know I had I had tweeted the uh, NFL before about them sharing their information on concussions because they're doing a lot of research because they've been involved with this big lawsuit about concussions and, but they've put a lot of money to researching concussions, right. how to prevent it, how to treat it and everything like that. And I was like, wow, that could be really useful in the special needs and autism world. I think it would for sure. 
and I've decided I'll take that bar stool oh, and put yeah. it put it out back. Boy, boy, listen, <laughs> because it's not worth it. We are. You get so uptight about three it. Three minutes and fifty two seconds in, and the bar stool is already being moved again. You get uptight about it, and it's not worth me watching you with your anxiety. Tell me, tell you what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to pull up tonight all the yard sales tomorrow in the area. You're so annoying. I'm going to drive. You're annoying. You know how they do like speed dating? You're going to do speed yard sailing. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to drive by and I'm going to go, go. And you have 30 seconds to run out and grab something and, and run back. And then we'll go to the next one and I'll go, go. And you run out and grab something. And we'll just knock them all out tomorrow. Well, we'll get- I have to buy it. That's, that's what you mean. Yeah, well, unless this you just want to grab it and run, I don't. Either way, you got to be back in the car in thirty seconds. It doesn't matter to me whether you buy it. You this was should. a leftover, and I did see it earlier, and I was like, "Hmm, yeah, where can I use that?" I like speed yard sailing. I almost feel like that should be a uh, a thing. That should <laughs> You're be funny. Like, yeah, so that that'll be our. I new passed th- a couple good ones. Oh, yeah. Tyler is like February and yard sales. I'm like, we have them year round here. Yeah. Year-round yard sale. And I don't know where everyone else lives, but if you put something here at the end of your driveway, someone is going to take it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to do a competition to come up with like the most ridiculous thing that you put at the end of your driveway to see how long it get it takes to get taken. Like, I don't That's know what... Again. We have a chair at the end of our driveway. Someone's going to grab it. Yeah. yeah. It's the chair that Cal has destroyed. He's been e- trying to eat the foam and the fluff out of it. You know, it's funny. So we were carrying that chair out yesterday, and I was like, well, just one less thing that could cause us a lot of problems or be had moved out of the house. Just- <laughs> and then- and then I brought one in. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, well. So we exchi- we'll use it out back. I'm fine if like it's here, not li- li- like if like, hey, Cal, do you want to sit in the in the kitchen for a minute or for 30 minutes and, and sit on the chair? It's fine. But if it's always there, he's going to be obsessed with always trying to get to it and spin around on it and lean back on it. And All right, I'll just bring it in sometimes. I really, I probably am a little overprotective. I just, I don't want him to get hurt. I just, I don't want him to get hurt. You are overprotective. Well, that's fine. I'll do it that way than the other way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it, but I also feel like eventually he, eventually he has to act like a bigger kid. I mean, eventually. I agree. Maybe, but I know it's hard. Maybe that should be in a room though with carpet in case something does happen. That's all I'm saying. Like, Well, we don't have carpet yet. Well, I know. <laughs> Which we've talked about carpeting the house, and then you were worried about him pulling up the carpet like he did in the hall closet. Well, now, now, yeah, I did get a little worried about that. Like, yeah. are we going to do all this to carpet? And I, I just want to carpet half the house. But if we're going to do all that, and then he's going to rip it up, it's not like the warranty covers an autistic kid. You know, you can't call and say, "Hey, come back and fix my carpet." You know, they're going to be like, "No, we're going to have to recarpet it." Right. You know what I mean? I know. So I'm like, I don't know. These you are do the- worry, like, will he even like the carpet? But I think he will. See, I think he will, but you're right. You're right. I mean, it, it, that could totally backfire on us. He might refuse to go in the room, but I don't know. I, he, he could, but I just, I don't think so. Like he, we have one rug in there and he rolls around on it. Yeah. And I just think too, like later at night, it's just more comfortable. Even if he wants to take like a big pillow and put it on the carpet and just lay out and relax. Just, yeah. Maybe just, it would like calm him. That's what I mean. Like, I wonder if that could just relax him a little bit, you know, I don't know. Well, I've moved all of our stuff yesterday. To make it more sensory friendly for him to move the trampoline more towards the living room area. Yeah. So he doesn't jump on the couch. And now we have one room that's pretty empty because everything's in one spot. Oh, my God. And so we need to change it. We literally have this room now that there's nothing in it. It looks like we've either just moved in or we're about to move out. (laughs) And I mean, 
I'm just well. I, it's where you'd put a dining room table, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, but we can't have a dining room table. That's actually one of our episodes that people really talk about uh, to us is you guys don't own a dining room table. I'm like, no, we can't. I mean, we can't. Do you know? I feel like the only like table like you we really could have is like one of those ones in like Japan. Where you like sit on the floor oh on God. a pillow. <laughs> you sit on pillows and the table's like so low to the ground. Yeah. Because part of the worry with having a dining room table is him jumping on it. There's a Japanese family up the street. Maybe they'll have a yard sale tomorrow and put one out there. <laughs> we could scoop it up. You're ridiculous. What? But you know what I mean? I try to think think of a dining room table and you the worry is he's going to get on top of it and jump off. I mean and it's not the worry. Tile. He's done I mean he's done it. He's yeah, yeah. that's why we don't it's, have it. Yeah, no, it's not worth the risk and and, you know, when he decides he wants, you know, obviously he's going to climb the table. We're going to say no. Well, no's the trigger word. No? Oh, okay. Well, actually, to me, that means yes. And then, so that's all he's going to do. So that's why we can't have him on the table. Because that will just be something he knows will get our attention. Um, well, and then the corners of it. I mean, it's like... Hitting his head. and it's Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be round. I'm telling you that the... the and I've dug up some interesting articles, research on, on autism and concussions. It's it's a thing. It's under-talked about. It's under-reported. It's under-analyzed. It's a thing. I mean, concussions are so bad for human development. So bad. Well, and a lot of the kids bang their heads on purpose. Uh, well, I've read a thing. You know? Autistic kids fall but a lot more than kids that don't have autism. Like, a lot more. Yeah. And, um, you know, even earlier in life, it goes back to balance issues. That's why they, they walk much later. They fall a lot. Well, and he has PT at school right now. He was having PT at home. I still have to find someone. Yeah. PT is hard to find for pediatric, you know. You know what? It is. That's but and that's weird to me. I thought that would be one of the easier. But it's, no, this it's not. I just talked to a mom the other day. It's the same thing, and her kid's autistic, and she was talking about balance. Yeah. You know. Mm. That's interesting. I want to. I, I was sick of the other day. I I, I want to do. I've been coaching my kids um, in all their sports for the last wow two years. Yeah. And I really wanted to try to put something together for special needs. And I don't know how I would do that, but because it really, it, it's hard, you know, but not like competitive, obviously. You w- it wouldn't be like a, you know, like le- like keeping track of like scores or, or records or anything, but just something to get kids outside moving, involved. Yeah. I mean, it know. would be hard. I mean, that's something that their therapist can come Come with them? Yeah, and I thought, too, parent involvement. It would be a parent involvement thing. So the parents were also playing with the kids. I don't know, something. Well, I actually reached out to somebody that does, um, like, soccer shots. Yeah. They don't have special needs. I asked about it because it would be good for him to start, like, doing something like that and good for his activity and, you know. Yeah, and I also think, too, um, to see other kids that have some of the same challenges – but to watch them compete and at certain things, uh, I think that would be good. Also, too, you know, honestly, we talk a lot about the parents of special needs and everything. Something for the parents to just be proud of or excited about or, you know, just something for them to focus on a little bit different than the everyday problems and issues. Well, it would be cool to see him kick a soccer ball and run down and you could cheer for him, yeah. you know? Like he heard me cheering for the girls today. Yep. And I don't know. I think it would be cool. Yeah, girls had their uh, Super Bowl flag football championship game uh, earlier this morning. They lost. They came up short, but there were tears. It was uh, fun to watch. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I just I love being out there. So much fun. Like I was talking with a guy today, and he's a he's a coach at Trey's baseball team, and he's like, "Man, I was thinking about 
I can never get this time back. These pictures, these videos, like I'm never going to get this time back. You know, like this season came and gone. Like, you know, if my kids didn't play sports, what would I have done with them? And I'm like, oh, that's a great point. I know. You know, it's you're you're special. really doing these things that are, these are moment. these are like, it's crazy, but this is like, it sounds weird to say, but like, this is like the history of your life. Like you're actually creating the history of your life. Right. You know how we look back on history of like, you know, the country or something, you know, and like George Washington was the first president and that, you know, whatever. This yeah. is like the history of your life. The things that you're doing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And this is like stuff that they're at an age where they're going to remember. And it's nice that you're able to coach them. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's be fine. involved. But special needs does does miss out on that, you know. And I know some of the very low functioning, you know, that wouldn't be uh, quite possible. Um, but, you know, there, there's another level. Well, gosh, you could really put together some type of league where you could get these kids together, just having fun, creating memories. And I, and I think, too, for the parents, it'd say, you know what, I'm trying. I read a thing yesterday. It was really, well, I don't know. How do you feel about this? What? It was from the perspective of the woman said, hey, parents, um, you know, I, I see you talking about your kids and going to football practice, going to baseball practice, taking your kids to sleepovers. Basically, it was basically saying that the parents who not complain about that stuff, but who just t talk about it. And then the special needs mom in that group is like, oh, I take my kid to therapy or I'm busy changing diapers or, you know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was basically like, I don't know what it was meant for, honestly, but that's sort of what I like about it because it just had everything. But it was it was really just the conversations that you all moms are having. Right. Is much different than the my real life situation. Like the special needs mom wishes she could say, oh, my God, I've been running my kids to football all week and now we got to start baseball. And the special needs mom portion of it was like, God, I wish I had that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Like I wish that was my issue. I wish, you know, get what I'm saying? And... But then I say, you know, we're like, we do both. Yeah, we do. You know, we do both. And so I kind of, kind of hit me like, wow, like, yeah, I, we're kind of, we're, we're on both sides of that. Well, and we talked about how our kids are also affected, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's really important for us and them to allow them to do sports and, you know, make time for it because it gets them focused on what they really like. You yeah. know, because they get sucked into all of his needs, you know, because there's daily needs and everyone in the family is a part of it. Yeah. If you would have told me two or three years ago that I would be really racing around, you know, with all these sports, I would have been like, no, my life won't won't allow me to do that. You know, I would have said I don't have the time, which right. is ridiculous because we all have the time. It's just how we choose to use the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just. uh but like you said, it's really important for them. Like I, I think for for me, it's like I want them to do these sports because it takes their mind off of some of the other challenges at the house with him. You right. Know, and just, is, and, go ahead. You know, okay. it's just their moment where they truly are not thinking about anything but what's going on on that field and being a good teammate and being a competitor and winning. You know, it's, it's, it's I mean, I always say like, like our kids really want to win. They do. They are very competitive. They want to win, and I just think that's great. I do. Some of these coaches don't agree. You know, they, they're just, it's not about winning, and I, I just think that needs to be what you're working for to win it. I really do. I do, too. Yeah. 
I mean, why else are you there? Yeah, no, I mean, in learning and developing, that's all good. I think that's what practice is for. I mean, you got to have really structured practices about development and learning and, um, and, and, and improving your skills and everything. But when it's game time, like, that's, that's what that's for. It's to apply that to get the win. And I, I just want my kids to always focus on that while they're playing a game. Is, is le- We need to win this game. That's what we're doing this for. Yeah. So. Well, now I'm like really thinking there's like so many different rec centers around this area and none of them have anything for special needs. And maybe it's something me and you could put together. Yeah. I don't. And maybe it's just, it's not really. Here's the tough a part. sport. Right. It's like. How would you say though with the, with the functioning? Like, what would be the level where? I mean, the parents would have to be there. That's the thing, right? The parents would have to. You can't like 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 sometimes on Trey's baseball team. Like there were some parents like I never saw. Right. Literally, the door would open. Johnny would run out with his mitt, do his practice. Ten minutes before practice, the car would pull up. Johnny would run back to the car, get in the car, and the car would drive away. <laughs> like, like, and that's fine. I mean, because they they have things going on. Hell, they may have five other kids. Yeah, and, you know, they're doing the best they can. I'm just saying for this situation, there's no way that could happen. No, I would definitely say there needs to be parent involvement, but maybe do ages like four to eight. Um, and it's up to the parent to decide is your is your kid. I mean, you kind of the, you the doctor tells you, but then, you know, if your kid's high functioning, you know. Right. So some people some people don't even tell people their kid is autistic. I'm very vocal about it. It makes me feel better. You can tell that he's not a typical four and a half year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's in a red wagon a lot. The other thing would be how, oh, I guess you could just put like a curriculum out ahead of time and said, this is the things we're going to do over these couple of, over this, let's say six weeks. And yeah. if you think this is something that you would enjoy being a part with your child and other kids uh, in a similar situation, then this is what it's about. I don't know. It might be kind of cool. I mean, I know that our rec center does something for smaller kids, like three-year-olds, and yeah. it's just little things like kicking a ball. And, like, this could be something like they're practicing to hit a baseball, catch a base. You could do everything in one, like football, soccer, baseball, all in one. Thought, and they're not playing games or anything, and it just it could be for 30 minutes. I thought I mean. about today, and maybe I'm crazy, but I don't know. My mind never stops, right? I, I can't control it, I, I, honestly. That's why I think I probably have some degree of autism, to be honest with you. I, yeah. I, my mind won't stop. But I was like, man, there are parents today on a Saturday who are at home you know, doing the daily special needs stuff, and it's very hard. And, you know, we've talked about it, a lot of special needs parents. If your first child is, let's say, autistic, and it's, you know, something that affects their functions, it was probably their last child for, for many of them. They've just decided like, we can't handle it anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, that mom and dad probably think I'll never experience watching my kid score a goal, score a touchdown, catch a pass, make a basket, win a race. Yeah. And I'm saying that's just, I think it's horrible that they've just probably accepted. I said, I wish there was a place where special needs kids could could have some type of competition, some type of team, some, you know what I mean? Just something... Uh, because the parents, they they would, you know, to be in that realm, even just to be close to it, you know, I don't know. I think that'd be something cool. Like even to have a uniform, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I told you that the other day I was at the consignment shop and I saw a little four, a size four um, baseball pants. Yeah. And I was sad that he's never going to be able to do that. But so maybe that's even not to the, be able to just put it on. Yeah. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe, maybe. But maybe it takes 
people that are experiencing it to put yeah. it together. I don't know. I, you know I what I mean? Saying, I, I thought about it today. I said, wow, that's that's really something, you know. And I never thought about that before. But I'm sure there's somewhere out there, there's a dad who is like, man, I just always wanted to, you know, have a kid so, you know, I could help them with sports. And, you know, I'm sure there's a mom going like, geez, my friends are their kids are all in in baseball together or they're yeah. all in travel flag football together. And I can't, you know, be a part of it because of it. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. Well, and I think that a, a lot of autistic kids, not all, have a hard time making friends and stuff. So maybe this is another way to make friends or just to be able to other moms and dads be able to I, talk. I was just going to say, maybe just connecting the parents and just, you know, sometimes they need that. You just need that moment to be like, oh, I get it. And I know that you get it too. You know, you know, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. I mean, as a hairstylist, I've talked to other moms that have had, that have autistic children. Yeah. Um, and it's nice that you can kind of just vent and talk and the other person knows what you're going through because just our regular family, our friends don't, don't know cause they're not experiencing it. But you as a dad have never talked to another dad yeah. that has an autistic kid. So I don't think so. Like you haven't. Mm, and, yeah, it, no. and it's this no is we talk different. to people who you know, we've said it's the same old joke we talk to people whose aunts cousins mothers ex-boyfriends half brother sister's son has it yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's just all yeah like, they don't oh, know what yeah. to say or that before yeah. i mean i we're just real on this podcast so i'm just gonna say it and... oh boy <laughs> if if cal would have been my first he definitely would have been my last because it he is a lot for me to handle and well we like to have three that's how ki- i feel here's why that's probably not true because we like to have like three kids in two years <laughs> so we pro- i'm not saying it couldn't happen <laughs> but if i <laughs> we wouldn't have known yet that yeah, autism had showed its face but i know what you're saying um yeah if i if he would have been my first yes. i would have known and everything yes. and i had a choice of oh there's no him doubt. being my last and i would have chosen that and there's no doubt so I luckily, gr- he's the last baby. Yeah, we say that, and we we are not joking. I mean, there's no doubt. And, and it's, you read a lot about people who've made that decision. You know, it got to be, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 months. Something was just not adding up. You get to 20 months, uh, you know, then you go to a developmental pediatrician. They're like, you know, we got to consider autism. And then then it really starts showing its ugly side, you know. And then the, they're like, well, we just can't handle, you know. A lot of it, too, I think, for new parents has got to be financially. All of the things that you just need. I mean, you know, it's like we talked about it before. I mean, we if we're trying to get Cal something, we have to get like three to four to five different versions of it to see which one he'll take to, if yeah. any of them. Yeah. I mean, Amazon hates us because we return so much crap. Yes, you know we what do. I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of it doesn't work. I, I mean. Or he just, he's like, he won't connect with it for whatever reason. I mean, some of the reasons are just, it's like, really, you like this, but you don't like that? And he's like, no. Nah. I know. I got those sleeves. He wore it for one day. Oh, Spider-Man? Yeah. Are those going back? Well, I can only find one right now. (laughs) I don't know where the other one is. Of course. No, but I think part of it, too, is we feel like we've had a baby for a really long time, like for four years. Like, you know, he's almost five. And during this time, he would be becoming a big kid. And it's kind of we're stuck in this same stage right now and i think that goes back to you being very protective of him getting hurt and stuff because you still feel like he's like a baby well think of it like this we're going to change more diapers with cal than four other kids combined yeah (laughs) i know it's a lot that's mind-blowing yeah Yeah, i think we just talked the other day or i talked to somebody i mean he's in a size six diaper i mean that's the highest that Publix goes i mean i don't know oh there's got to be a place online we can order 
Yeah. More, you know, different size diapers. But yeah, I mean, that's he's got probably another few months in the six, maybe six months. Well, even like I have to give him a bath. I mean, his therapist also gives him a bath. I can stick him in the shower, but I still have to help him. Yeah. But like, I mean, when Trey was four and a half, he was taking his own shower and probably washing his own hair, you know, and doing it by himself. I didn't have to help him. Well, that's the other thing, too, about having the three so close together is they were like taking baths together. So oh, they yeah. learned to do everything together. They actually were learned, learned to rely on each other. They didn't even realize that they were learning that skill. Like in the morning for years, these three middle kids, I mean, they're um, 9, 10, and 11 right. right now. They have gotten up in their morning routine. They've all done it together. They help each other make breakfast. They get their backpacks. They, You know what I mean? It's They have learned that together they were always grouped. They do things with each other, which has been super cool. Yes, it has its moments where it's like, dear God, you know, fighting over which who's going to be on what team and no that's my friend not yours you know there's that but the rest of this stuff super cool like their mornings i got to tell you we're lucky they get up and they really they get they get moving man they get they get everything rolling on their own yeah they're all very self sufficient yeah those three were like triplets yeah. and they would line up in a row on the ground and change all their diapers they all had their bottles they all had their passies yeah i mean charlie and austin are what 10 months apart and then Trey and Austin are 14, 14 months, months apart. apart. So, so they're third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah, third, fourth, and fifth grade. And I mean, we were rocking them out like we were making money off them, right? <laughs> like it was like we were turning profits. And so it was like it just got to a point. I mean, we had three in diapers at one time. Yeah. Three in diapers. So I'll just tell you. Oh, boy. When we had Charlie, Charlie's a second kid. When she was eight weeks old, I got pregnant with Austin. Eight weeks old, okay? That was crazy. I was pregnant for a long time. That's back when you drank wine. <laughs> for like a week because, <laughs> because yeah, then I got pregnant that's again. What I mean, but that was so good. then um yeah, so then I got pregnant and Austin came 6 weeks early, so they're 10 months apart. Then when Austin was 6 months old, she's the third kid, I got pregnant with Trey. And I was on birth control. I remember I just, <laughs> I hadn't had my period and all of a sudden I took a test. I owned uh, a pregnancy test and I owned two hair salons at the time. I you're going to say you owned a pregnancy test. We should have owned a company that made pregnancy tests. That's actually what we should have oh done. Oh my God. <laughs> I owned two hair salons and I took the test and I literally walked out the door and just threw the test at you and went to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw it. So then they're 14 eye. months apart. Melissa does it. She did a little sidearm pregnancy test. Hits me, hits the wall. I look down. I mean, I didn't even look. I didn't even check it. Why else would she throw a pregnancy test at me? <laughs> it was obviously, you know, you know. It, oh, my god! Like, you're not going to chuck me a negative one, right? No. You just throw it in the trash and not even tell me you took it. Right. Yeah. And who knows how many times you've done that. But, um, oh, yeah, that thing came flying at me. and I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So those three are super close. I did have a designated driver, though, for quite some time. I got spoiled. I'm like, man, Uber ain't never getting a dollar from me. (laughs) (laughs) I I just keep getting my wife pregnant, man. I'll never sign sign up for Uber. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy, though? Those three middle ones, it was so chaotic then, and life was crazy. And then... No, that that (laughs) looks like the the days, the glory days. Yeah. Oh, man. And then it's like, oh, you guys weren't busy enough. Here you go. Yeah. I miss, like today, going out to eat after like the games. I miss it. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah, there's certain things that we avoid or you just have to really prepare for. Yeah. And honestly, we just don't have the energy sometimes to take those, to prepare and take those extra steps. That's exactly what it is. It's honestly, it's just about seeing myself walk in. We're having fun. You're dealing with Cal. He melts down. We've just put our order in. We've got 25, 30 minutes for our foods coming. Then it's another 45 minutes to eat it, and he's just freaking out, and people are looking at it, and I'm just like, I, I just, I don't know. I and, don't know what to do. And I'm just trying to keep him busy the whole time. Yeah, I mean, but, it's a lot. It's, but when it's he not decides, enjoyable. Yeah, when he decides he's not going to cooperate, there really, truly is nothing you can do. I mean, I know a lot of the therapists would be like, you can't give up. I'm like, oh, I'll give up all day. I will <laughs> just give up, you know? Yeah, no, sometimes it's just not worth it. I remember when Trey was four and I used to take him to VPK and I pick I would pick him up and we'd go to lunch, just me and him. Yeah. I would never think to just do that with Cal. I know. And that that makes me sad. That's why I said there's a lot of ups and downs with emotion on this, you know. Sure. Yeah, there's moments like sometimes I just start thinking like even on the sideline today and I'm not I was just an assistant coach. So I wasn't doing like everything, you know, I had time to think right between the timeouts and stuff. And I was thinking about, I saw you guys over there in the wagon and he looked like he was having fun. I mean, the weather was gorgeous. So he was getting his, he was getting his sun and his wind and seeing the kids and yelling and he kind of gets into all that. Yeah. But then I, you know, I started just thinking about those parents that have never been able to go watch their kid play a sport, sit on the sideline. And I'm like, man, that's, that's tough stuff for me. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, that is sad. You know, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, 29 minutes in, I got to do a run to the beach, man. He did pretty well, except he started eating stickers. Ah. So. There's always got to be something. Yep. Always got to be something. All right. You're running to the beach. I think. My shin splints feel better. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's one positive thing you're going to accomplish today? Um, I'm going to do Zeus and I'm going to do burpees. Wow. Zeus is a workout online. On YouTube. He's got like... Zeus Fitness. He's got like two, three hundred videos, workout videos. They're pretty good. We found it during the whole uh, lockdown, shutdown, whatever. Um, So all the gyms closed, you know, so we started doing this. It was awesome. He's got some tough stuff. Yeah. Anywhere from like 15 minutes to like two hours. Like you can just kind of pick what type of hell you want to go through for that day. That's what I love about it. They're all hard. Yeah. You can customize the quality of hell... That you want to go through that day. <laughs> and if you think you're going to get an easy one, it's like, oh, I should have just done the hard one because this is even harder. Yeah. It's sometimes the way they word it. You're like, oh, it doesn't sound bad. Five minutes in, you're like praying for death. You know? It's yes. Like, uh, so I'm going to work out. That's your. That's a great positive goal. Yeah. I'm going to run to the beach. Well, that's a good goal. And that's my goal. And then I'm going to think about what I'm going to do next. <laughs> have a cold beer later. I promise.